Welcome to No Limit, the 90s Eurodance podcast with me, Ed. And me, Ben. It's 1997. Well, we've been we've been away for, for, for a while. We've had lots of things going on. So apologies that we haven't had an episode um, in, in a while. Uh, but we're back and we're covering one of my favourite years. Oh, definitely. I didn't realise how great this year actually was until I really, really went back over it. And it's possibly the best. Do you reckon? It... it, it do you reckon it was just good for Eurodance or do you think it was just good for dance in general? Because this, well, this was when I... the big hits came out, wasn't it? Yeah, I think dance in general because like that, the old kind of Eurodance sound that kind of died out in 95, 96, it kind of merged, it kind of veered into like uh, Eurohouse at this point. Yeah. and um, Or like progressive Eurohouse or instrumental you're a house um <laughs> are you if, this, if, if are you that's the Wikipedia? <laughs> no 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 um but and then also you had uh like the explosion of Europop in a way with aqua didn't you kind of towards the end of the year you know yeah. what i mean like the new kind of novelty Europop. yeah and then you had like garage influences as well coming in didn't you with like um uh, double 99 and uh 187 lockdown and i love Tina that Moore. tune by um by Double Ninety Nine, Rick yeah, Groove, yeah, such a good tune. I um, I actually think that this was kind of paving the way for dance to then kind of bleed into pop a little bit because yeah. nineteen ninety eight we had Shares Believe, yeah, which was obviously very dance influenced, yeah, and it was one of the biggest tracks of the year. Yeah, that was ninety eight, wasn't it? it was ninety eight, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think this was kind of the start of that. So what were the what were the big tracks in ninety seven that were big in this country? Well. I was looking at the top 40 biggest selling hits of 1997 yeah. in the UK and literally one, a quarter, like 10 of those 40 are dance tracks. And yeah. that's not seen in any other year in the 90s. So you had Galas, Freed From Desire, you Tune. had Ultranate, Free. Yeah, very American house that was, wasn't it? Ultranate, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, very, very, yeah. Um, and then you had Sash, three hits in the top 30 of that year, Encore Une Fois, Ecuador and Stay. What's your favourite Sash out of those three? I think Encore Une Fois, hands down. Mm. I like saying it, but I just... I love going, Madame, Monsieur, le Dichard qui est de retour. Yeah. I don't know what it means. <laughs> but... <laughs> She's a camp icon, it's Sabine Holmes who did that. <laughs> or owners. Um, he, was, he was absolutely massive. And it, it, yeah, was quite, really, yeah. it was quite weird because before then, you didn't really get a lot of DJs releasing tracks. No, you? you didn't. But you had Sash and then you had like DJ Quicksilver and then you had DJ Dardo. And a lot of them were featuring in the videos as well. Yeah. Like the pop videos. And usually, that hadn't really been seen before, I don't think. Usually in like grayscale with um, a, at an airport. Yeah. Um, one of them would be holding a briefcase and running away from oh, definitely. two men in yeah. a long coats like or The Matrix. Somebody like standing by a lift in some <laughs> big weird shopping centre type thing or running in the desert. Yeah. Yes. Or standing on top of the cliff in the desert watching a woman with blonde hair yeah. <laughs> rushing past. And it made absolutely no sense. And also there was one of your tracks um, which you chose where the video was uh, just a, a woman in black and white in some of those huge glasses they wore in the 90s. Yes. And Absolutely. she's yes, and she's Island. clearly on in a, on a very hot country mm-hmm. because they're all wearing shorts walking past her, and she's in this huge oversized tracksuit. And I'm thinking, God, she must be sweating gobs. Yep. So we had um, 
the three of Sash. Then we had DJ Quicksilver's Bellissima, which reached top 40. Was that, that orig- was that an original song or was it based on something? Because it had ballet in the video, didn't it? Which makes me think that it might have been based on a ballet um, song. Oh, so many of them were, weren't dun, dun, they? And it's hard to... It's, very few of them were kind of um, original tracks, were, mm. were they? Um, I'm not sure. I don't think... I haven't seen anything kind of reference. Let's, let's have a look on my old Who Sampled app, which I absolutely love. So if you ever think, oh, that sounds like a song I know, you just run it through this and it'll tell, oh, right, okay. tell you what the sample is. No, I think it's a it's an original track. Props to DJ Quicksilver. Well, yeah, I mean, I've never seen. Every time I've tried to research, I've not seen like uh, I haven't heard of any sam- samples. What year was um, Watergate? Heart of Asia. Yeah, I think that was two thousand. Oh, okay. I always get those two mixed up. That's a tune. Isn't oh, it? yeah, it is fantastic. Yeah, no, I, so I these, love that. These, good old Positiva. These people's like, yeah. Oh my, Positiva. What a what a they label. Were fab. They, they were, were amazing. Fab. I've got like a, a three di- a three disc compilation of theirs, oh, which is a never ending mix of all their best oh, tunes. Right, and you, yeah. there's not one clunker on there. I mean, it's all great. So if you think about it, like. Like DJ Sackin and Friends, that was all, oh, but that yeah. was nearing the kind of two thousands as well. Wasn't yeah, it? that well, that was ninety eight. But oh, right, well, okay. ninety eight in most of Europe, and then it came out ninety nine here. So they this must have the people like DJ Quicksilver were really paving the way for that kind of the trance for the trance. Trancing. Yeah, they were because yeah, ninety nine I mean, was the year of trance. It was it? yeah, you could slowly see it creeping into the end of ninety eight, mm. and then it really did burst onto the scene in ninety nine. Exploded there. And then it kind of all the way to two thousand and three. Then when it started to fade out, yeah. But, um, but going back to the tr- big tracks mm. in the UK of that year, dance tracks. You then had uh, Sunshine, of course, Dario G. Oh, fabulous! Which is based on Loving a Northern Town. Yes, yeah, that's correct. Which yeah. is so random because the the song itself is quite random, but to take that and really exploit it for its kind of dance sensibilities was just such a such a masterstroke absolutely fantastic had they had a they had a hit before that Dario G or was it no, afterwards no I think that that was their that was their, their big breakthrough yeah that was their breakthrough hit yeah yeah it's a great song we love it and, and um, it's on heavy rotation still on radio isn't oh it? Yeah, yeah all yeah. the time yeah mm. it's kind of just kind of it's timeless isn't it I yeah think. Um, and then if you're going down the more Europop route you then had no mercies. Where do you go as well? Oh, which was which was released here. <laughs> they were like a, a precursor later. to the Jonas Brothers, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> something like that. But I love that. What what is that? You know that ding 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 ding. Ding, well, it's ding, from everything ding, but the girls ding. missing. It's all it. it so many tracks at that time. Have so that, even many. Even a Barbie girl. Yeah, had yeah, that yeah. kind of everything but the girl. No mercy kind of sound. It was just slightly adapted, wasn't it? It's it like was... a, it's like a digital guitar, boom, isn't boom, it? Boom, boom, yeah. <laughs> You can't go like the bum 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 bum. We love, we do love a dibby dub and a bum bum. We do, yeah. And um, so if you're looking at Gala and the three has sashes and blah 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 and all the rest, and you add no mercy and aqua, and that was like a quarter of that, the top forty for that year. She's still going, Gala. Oh, is she? Yeah. She's like a massive big seller in it. It's, she's she's Italian. Isn't yeah, she? yeah, yeah. I remember when that song came out and. Obviously, on the cover of the single, she looks quite androgynous, mm. and she hadn't quite an, an androgynous look anyway, she did, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, definitely. And it was just so, it was just all credit to the songwriters because her voice is very unique. I would say she sounded a little bit Irish when yeah. she was dark, uh, when I first. Heard Again, her, I, I think thought. her voice is quite androgynous as well. You can't really yeah. tell. Um, but the song is so good that again, it's it is. It's, it's, it's not going anywhere. It's not. It's tight. It's one of the. 
Euro hits of the 90s. And it's fab. It is a fab song. So what else do we have? Um, Well, they were the main ten, but there was... What were I mean, you doing were in I mean, we... I was. I made a huge list. Of... What were you doing in ninety-seven? I was in you year been... ten at school, yeah. going into year eleven that summer, and that's when I became addicted to Ibiza and covered because that's when it came on to Sky One in the summer of ninety-seven, and that's it was just. I don't think I ever watched Ibiza Uncovered. I was did they ever do the UK Uncovered? I, I think know. they did. The I think Ibiza they... one was the only one that I really followed. I didn't right. really get into any of the others. And then the year after that, we would have met. 98, yeah, September 98. And you'd have poisoned my mind with brain ba- brain bug. Well, it's funny you should mention brain bug, because that is actually top of my list you here. You loved it, Brain bug's you? nightmare, I did. And I have to say another shout out to the Pizzicato, because... We love the Pizzicato. So many of the dance tunes in 97 had the faithless sound in them. It just went absolutely crazy, mm. because obviously you had Sash... And DJ Quicksilver and Red Five and Brainberg. That's Brothers. a great song. Red um, Five didn't do very well, did it? That tune, but that's a great song. I no, love, but it I did outside song. the UK. It was massive in like Belgium and Germany and the Netherlands. It, um, it reached number eleven here. It's not too. Not oh, too bad. I didn't think. Oh, right, that isn't too bad. I didn't think it did that well. Oh, right. Okay. Their second. I mean, lift. I think it was lift me up. That got to twenty six. So mm. not so good. And the beat goes was their first here. It was never released here. But it was no. massive, massive outside the UK. Um, and then we had uh, yeah we had Clubheads disco hopping, which is had the faceless sound again. Is that yours? Yeah, that was Yeah, yeah. Then we had the Age of Love. I mean. I think I know that tune. Come on, dance with me. Move your body like. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And that was being sampled on so many tracks. Yeah, I think even the Pet Shop Boys have done their kind of similar version to that. Yeah, I mean that was just that was a remix from the original, wasn't it? Nineteen ninety. That was the Jam and Spoon remix in ninety seven. No, don't we love Jam and Spoon? We love the Jam and Spoon guitars. Definitely, that's another one of those Euro pop iconic Euro pop sounds that you just can't get. I can't get enough of it. We love a bit of Plavka, don't we? Oh yeah, good old yeah. I like Plavka, um, and then we had uh, JX with their finals hit "Close to Your Heart," which actually I think is probably maybe my second favorite JX track. Yeah, it's I, fab. Yeah, it is, and it's like a it's like an electronic ballad. Like yeah, and it takes it takes term. a what it takes a couple of listens to really get into, but like you, it becomes really addictive after mm. a while, and uh, it's simple as well. And the way that they, when they, when Shenna reaches the chorus, just it just branches off into that harmony. Yeah, the womb is laced with memories. I know, it becomes it's really, so really emotional, isn't it? It's yeah. really kind of like heart. You know. Yeah, it's gorgeous. If you, I mean, if you think that out there in listener land, if you think that JX kind of begins and ends with "Son of a Gun" and there's nothing I would do, try uh, "Close to Your Heart." You will love it. It's and you belong to me. Well, and you belong to you. me. You belong to me is very hard. I think it's yeah. one of their harder ones. But but close to your heart is absolutely beautiful. It's like a definitely. It's like a metallic uh, love song. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's, it's like the forgotten JX hit, really. I suppose. Yeah. And um, I have all of them, and I think you should definitely def- people who haven't heard it definitely give that a listen. Because... There's another one they did as well. I feel reckless. Yes. Inside. And that was a few years later. Wasn't yeah. It? Yeah. Their little come there, come back. Um, then we had House Traffic, Every Day of My Life. Don't know that. Oh, that was an Italian dance hit. Did it get... Reached number 24. When you say hit. 
Okay, it was a it was a moderate hit reaching number twenty four. It was it had a very good Italo. It was massive in Italy. I'm gonna have to listen to that because I do love a bit of Italo house. Um, they know they know how to do it, don't they? The Italians. Oh, definitely. Yeah, they do. They As do. Madonna, and, uh, you, I think you from the choices you've given me, each you do like the Italo sound. Yeah, well, you can you can snuffle them out. I never can tell. You know, I'm just. Oh, I sniff like a box of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the expert. I'm well, just here you for know, I do, just... have, I do have an obsession. <laughs> I'm here to kind of rein that obsession in. I know, so. I think you're trying to control. Um, <laughs> and GJ Flavors, your caress. No. All I need is your caress. I think the title itself would have put me off. I'll try and uh, try to say a few more well known ones now then. Todd Terry, something going on. Oh, I mean, that is legendary. Uh, Martha Wash and Jocelyn Brown. That is, that is legendary. That was after Keep on Jumping, wasn't it? Yes, it was yeah. about a year later. Yeah. But I absolutely love that show. And the eight-minute version where it just kind of builds and builds and builds, mm. um, which they took the radio version from. I mean, it's one of those things never outstays its welcome. You can just listen to it. And I tell you who else did a remix of it, who, in my view, have never put a step wrong, is the Rhythm Masters. Oh, really? They do, like, this kind of throwback to proper 70s disco mm. samples. It is sublime. And they remixed... Keep on jumping as well, didn't they? And it completely yeah. t- turned it into a dirt. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was his track. Yeah. Um, so Lisa Marie Experience did it. Yeah. And then Todd Terry did it like a couple of months later. Yeah. But Todd Terry's was much more faithful to the song. Yeah. Because it's a disco cover. And then the Rhythm Masters did that version. They did that jump in, everybody, jump in. They took it completely. Oh, really? Have you heard it? No. no. Well, that's something for your teacher me. Uh, so I'm going to have to get, I'm going to have to go on Apple Music later. Well, you like, you, you're you really into kind of like the countries and the style and the, the, the kind of flavour of the different regions of the dance music yeah, in Europe. Yeah, I think Whereas so. I'm much more about the house, kind of definitely, big beats. Yeah. And... Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, um, and also... Um, you know, you can't go past 97 without recognising Tina Moore. True. What, mean, that what, is in my all-time top 20 favourite songs. Really? Yeah. Do you know what what, ti- what time of year she released that? Was that towards the end of the that year? That was in the August, I think. Right. So yeah. summer hit. Again, Garage wasn't... Like, the proper, like, um, Garage movement wasn't really until two years later. Because I remember going to uni <laughs> and we had a Garage night... Yeah. And all they played to make up this garage night was Bobby Brown's Two Can Play That Game, which isn't Garage. God. <laughs> and Rewind, the crowd say Bo Selector. Oh, just um, they just played it on a loop. Yeah. That, that was our garage the night. Dodger, yeah. Wasn't it? And Craig David. Um, yeah, there was. He did it all over your boink, apparently. But um, yeah, and then you had like a um, Daft Punk around the world. I was never massively into that track. No. Do you like that track? No. Not I, really. I, don't know I, mean, I, don't, I don't, wouldn't say I disliked it, but it's for me it's very in the middle, very average. I don't know whether you agree, but I can't get into acts that are like credible dance acts. Like I've never really liked Faithless. I love Insomnia, yeah, but I wouldn't buy an album of theirs or listen to an album. No, I, I quite like their first maybe four main singles, but like you said, I would not. I would not. Listen. They're quite. They're kind of. The thing you'd want to hear in a festival, like yeah. Glastonbury. My sister yeah. went to see Faith. Sorry, my sister always pops up in this podcast. That's only because she was the one who kind of led me into dance music um, and actually got me into house music through Alex Party. 
Saturday really? Night, Read My Lips. The oh, first really? time it got released, oh, yeah, it was released a couple, it yeah. yeah. She played me that track. I'm sure I've talked about this before. And I was literally like, what the hell is that? Like, this is amazing. And then from there, my love for dance music just increased. Um, but um, she went, she saw Faithless. I was never like into left field or... No. It was all a bit too credible. It was left field. I prefer the shite. Yeah, no, me too. No, they were and the Chemical Brothers. I mean, it's yeah. all a bit. It's all a bit worthy and a bit the kind pro- of the Prodigy. I enjoyed. Yeah, but they were a bit more fun, weren't they? Yeah, the Prodigy, and they and they started a bit earlier too, didn't they? Yeah, so they started really started when it was all very ravey. It, Some like, of that rave, the rave stuff that they did is absolutely incredible. Is, I love it. Out of, out of space is just such a tune. Like, and the Shaman as well. Yeah, I love the Shaman. Amazing, and. Um, I'm speaking Tori Amos, Professional Widow. That was right at the beginning of 97. I watched a I watched a thing, actually. Channel 5, I think I told you about it a while ago. Channel 5 were doing, like, the 30 top hits of each year. I think I've watched one of them. Yeah, sure the 97 one. I'm sure I've got them recorded and I've kept them. Uh, but the 97 one, they talked through the story of Professional Widow. And actually... You know, you listen to the original song, and it's it's like a it's like a folk song, isn't it? Mm. A folk piano song, and I think Armin van Helden did the you did, did the yeah. remix, and just literally took a couple of lines and just put this bass line and just turned it into something completely different, and then suddenly Tori Amos's popularity over here just skyrocketed. Yeah, I um, it was never one of my favourites. I I thought it was good. I would listen to it again, but it wasn't. It's not up there for me. Have you heard the Mr. Roy? Remix. No, but I will. <laughs> they haven't changed. They haven't changed much from the Armand van Helden, but they've just put some extra kind of jingles and jangles in oh, there. Have they? Yeah, yeah, so you might enjoy that one a little bit more. It's a bit more gospely. Oh right, okay. So give that a try. Got and also, they. What year did, did he do the Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, and Lisa Stansfield? People hold on with the same oh. backing. They did oh, a bootleg gosh. version, didn't they? Was it the f- same year then? Mm. It could possibly could have been maybe the year slightly, after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I don't a good remember chat. that very well, but now you've brought it up. Oh, see, see, you've know. got to know yeah, these things down. Me today, I, I think I lost it in the late nineties <laughs> when that when that the the, the, the ditty your dance sign faded. I think I fade now. Yeah. No, well, I, it was it. It just. I guess it's like with anything. It got really popular, and then the market was saturated, and then it kind of lost its elasticity, yeah. I suppose, and then. It just, fate, trance took over. I remember the year of trance because I was working in WH Smith at the time. Yes. In town, and yeah. I'd have to do the charts mm-hmm. and the, the CD chart. And it was always, you know, this terrible album. You know, when they, rele- they used to release like a million of the same album. Oh, with just trash, And it'd yeah. be like, the year of trance, cream of trance, yeah. the cream of the year of trance, yeah. trance 99, trance early 99. And you'd just be like, oh, yeah, so I bought a couple of those, thing. but I was just buying the singles still at that point. Yeah. They were just that you just knew what you were getting with the single, didn't you? you yeah, you, know, you got your three, three and a half minutes, and, and uh, like those singles. I mean, I've got, as you know, still got like trays and trays of bu- uh, boxes of singles. Um, and they were just you, just some gems on there. You just can't get on streaming every- services. I, I will never ever no, get rid of them. But like, and every time I walked into our price on a Monday or whatever, you'd see the, the new Positiva one out. And I was like, God, is that going to be a housey one? Is it going to be a trancey one? It better be a trancey one, <laughs> I'm thinking. And the multiply as well. But know. even if I go into like a charity shop or, or a record um, like fair or whatever today, if I see Positiva, I will just get it. Oh, yeah, you've got to have a look at least. I, it just, I mean, I mean just... I, it, it's going to be good. Funnily enough, um, and I hope she doesn't mind me mentioning it, I was talking to Marlene from Evoke. 
Now, we're Amazing. huge fans of Evoke. They've just got a new album out, and it is, in fact, an album of unreleased demos and tracks. Have you had a listen? I had listened to a couple of the tracks, actually, So, yeah. the first half, I think, was Marlene's solo stuff. Yeah, so it's it was very poppy. Slower. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the second half is more Evoke. Mm-hmm. And some of the tracks they've got on there are absolutely outstanding. Like, I can't understand why they didn't hit bigger. Like, yeah. there's there's a track on there, actually, called I Believe. Yes, I was just looking at it on Which was that. released, and I didn't realise it and was released. That, yeah, it was their first, it was 94 that was released, and it was really, really good. Really good. Yeah, and um, so I said, I uh, that should have been a single, and Marlene was literally like, it was, but it didn't get very high in the charts. No, I, re- I was just, you know what, I... Genuinely, I was listening to that today on my walk and I was just like really impressed. It's by great. It. It's yeah. a great, great little tune. So have a listen to that and, and go and find them on streaming services. It's called um, Only You and it's Evoke's album of unreleased tracks and demos back from back in the day. But Marlene was saying that, because um, I said to her, the production on some of these tracks is absolutely amazing. Considering they're demos mm-hmm. and they haven't been refreshed for the album, they're, they're in their original state. And she said that because Pete Tong was behind them, oh, was signed it? them up to FFRR. Oh right. And um, and so that's why the product the the product because if you think about like Arms of Loren had two remixes, yeah. Nip and Tuck and, and Steinway, Steinway, and yeah. I can't choose my favorite out of those. They're both incredible. Yeah, you yeah. You, I know. I've tried to decide which one, and then one minute I think that one's my favorite, then I think that one's my favorite. Then yeah. I listen to them, and they're just equally good in different ways. Nip and Tuck, I've got a longer history with because it was on a compilation CD, so I well, that's, I wore that's it the out. version that's kind of always included, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, compilations. But Marlene said that they actually did the Steinway version on their PAs mm-hmm. because it was much more of a structured song. Yeah, it's the same with Runaway, the TTF. Yeah, mix is just fat. as good as Biff and Memphis. So, um, yeah, it was really interesting to hear about how the, the kind of production worked and the label that they were signed to. And because they were signed to that label with the credibility behind them, yeah. that's why the quality was so good. Um, so I was quite interested. And I feel the same way about Positiva. Um, East West, was there one called East West? There's quite a few oh, dance labels. Few, I know, there? to try and reel them off now, I, I probably wouldn't be able to do it from memory. Deconstruction as well was always, was always yeah. pretty reliable. And the Ministry of Sound one as well. Yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah. In a certain time period, I, I sometimes I feel like the further, the later it got, oh, I've got a bloody fly in here now. The later it got with um, Ministry of Sound, the, the quality dipped, I think. Definitely, yeah. Let me just get this fly out of here. Yeah, go on. So, well, was it Tina Moore? Then, obviously, you've got Rosie Gaines as well, closer than close. She was a Prince backing vocalist, wasn't she, Rosie Gaines? Yes. Yeah. Have you ever seen her live performance on Top of the Pops? Yes, it is amazing. All the scatting, it's amazing. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. That woman is absolutely incredible. She is, yeah. And that, that tune is incredible as well. Did she do anything after that? I think she, she I had, think like, she a minor had, hit She did, that. yeah. I think it got to, like, 39 or something. Mm. I can't remember... I, Literally can't remember the name now. Of yeah, the hit, but she again. It was one of those tracks. I think the original was was slow, and it was the remix. That, yeah, that, it was. That it hits. kind of speeded it up. Yeah. yeah, and it had kind of little bits of garage. Yeah, it was it? a bit yeah. garagey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's kind of halfway there, but not quite, wasn't it? it nah, was, it was a mix. Of but her stuff. voice and her soul, the soul that she put into yeah. it. Without really trying, you know, she just exudes soul. I know. I um, remember us because we I remember us being at school and watching Top of the Pops and like talking about her performance, yeah. doing impressions in like the science room. <laughs> 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 
but it balanced because it was so good and we remembered you remember yeah. it all as well so. and it, you usually find that it is it's the backing musicians um who have the most incredible voices yeah Sometimes oh, better well, than the artist. Well, may, well, most of the time. Yeah, yeah. so there's always like uh, Tracy Ackerman is in a lot of the kind of background of the pop songs from back in the day. I think she even released a few tracks. Sylvia Mason James did a lot of work with the Pet Shop Boys mm-hmm. um, and the Freemasons. And yeah. her voice is absolutely outstanding. And yet you'd never, you know, if you walk past her in, in the street, yeah. you wouldn't know who she no, was. So, I know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of a shame sometimes. But way, it was but... really great that that people like Rosie were given that opportunity to really kind of show oh, yeah. off their vocal prowess because Definitely. she was Definitely. And again, it's performer. another timeless, you know, it's one that you'll still hear on the radio now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. And, um, I think Toby Anstis played it just the other day on Heart Dance. Oh, God, that's a blast from the past, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Toby. I know. I'm still going. Still going, oh, on Tobes. And have I just... Um... Look through. Um, well, we had Space Brothers shine. Love it with Joanna Law. Not sure. Who yeah, that. she did. She also did Way Out West, the gift. The gift. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I love that. Her song voice too. is gorgeous, and that song. Again, if you get your hands on the CD single, every single one of those remixes is a good one. All euphoric, all very trancey. Yeah, it, it was. It was. It was a massive. Well, I mean, it was great. It should have got even higher than it did, but it was. Um... How far did it get? No, I think it was 20-something. Mm. Between 20 and 30. I remember having it on a compilation and then I went out to find the single. Um, and then you had the follow-up with Forgiven, didn't you? Which I don't know that one. Was that oh, didn't you? It was, <laughs> it was basically the same song, but just slightly rearranged. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that, that did it. That reached the top 40 as well. Oh, okay. Um, I'll snaffle yeah. that one out. I think that was 20-something as well. I think it charted a few places lower. Mm. Um... Then you have the Blue Boy. If we're going into different oh, dance territory. That is... Again, have you listened to the full eight-minute, nine-minute for... No. It just is... It's a journey. The There's two remixes. It's The Sure Is Pure. That's the full. And the Cavern 8 or Cavern 3 remix, which is almost like a James Bond Oh really? Oh, it's brilliant. I've got so much to listen to. You've got so much, and I've got I've got them all as well. So if you you, yeah, if you want me to ping them over, but that that, I I can't remember it's Cavern Three or Cavern Eight, but it's a it is an absolute. It doesn't sound anything like the original. It's just very. It is very original. And then we had a JD. It's the Plastic Dreams remix. Is though I never Um, liked that tune. Remind me how it goes. I like the ones. It's the one s- on the 97 Ibiza, Ibiza uh, Kiss and Ibiza album. Yes, I've got that. Dun, 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 dun. Do you not remember yeah, it? Yeah, I do. I can I can kind of hear it's it. It's quite hard to do an impression of <laughs> Well, obviously, because <laughs> I failed miserably. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> gave it a good go, though. I God did. Bless the try, I yeah. gave it a Ben try. <laughs> cool. Well, I, 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 it's one of those tunes that I think in real dance music circles, it's, it's like a classic. Yeah. But for me, I just... I don't know. Maybe it's the imagery imagery on the single cover. It's just like got this mask. And I maybe didn't relate the. It's weird, isn't it? But I didn't relate the marketing Mm. to the tune. Yeah. So, and you know how if you've never seen the person who performs it, because obviously they're a dance act. Yeah, faceless. And and there's no vocals. Mm. So, all you've got to go on is the single art. Mm. So sometimes you match them together and think they don't quite fit for me. I just like it when you keep going. You know, when it gets to the middle of the song and it kind of really reaches. Yeah, I can hear it in my head. 
but it, it is kind of it's hard to do the impression in the song but then that's the part of the song i really like the best i might have to um, give it another listen but um and obviously the gala as well you've had a let a boy cry did you like that one yeah i did actually i liked it a lot and i like coming to my life as well i don't know the i don't um, know coming to my life <laughs> let a boy cry love let a boy cry um, it, i think let a boy cry is a bit like um kind of like a little treat that cuz cuz the other one is played so much. Yeah, yeah. I think you forget about Letter Boy Cry. Yeah, and when I you think... go back to it, you're like, actually, this is a really good tune. I don't know whether it's as good. It's I, I take know, silver, I take gold, which is something, isn't it? It is silver and gold. I don't know <laughs> the lyrics, so I'm, I've just kind of like missed. Sorry. And um... so she released both of those in the same year. Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah, um, Letter Boy Cry. I think it was November that came out. I bought um, the CD single of. The first one. Yeah. Which is... Free From Desire. Free From Desire, sorry. Both of us are not operating no, on full I cylinders just, today. There's so um, much info. I was just like, yeah. I bought the CD single of that in Kidderminster. Oh, I've never you? forgotten it. <laughs> I, oh God, I, think, I think I got mine from Hereford. Price Hereford. I literally, I've never been to Kidderminster before and that's all I can associate with it. Yeah, but I'm the same with everything but The Girls Missing because I bought that from Oxford Street. Ah. HMV Oxford Street because we went just after my birthday to spend like birthday money and stuff mm. and I always remember getting that there. So that I like, never really bought special. it. I bought it recently from a from a charity shop. I never oh, actually bought the single. Yeah, God, probably that's probably in my top ten of all time. It is say. amazing. It's an amazing, amazing remix. Thanks to Todd Terry. And then of course uh, you had Living Joy with Where Where Can I Find Love. Not their best. And when I went to see them in. Uh, Back to the 90s festival or something. I think in the crowd I was the only person that knew that song. Oh, really? Everyone was looking at me because I was singing ah! all the words. Good old Tamika. Oh Tamika Star. Good old Tamika. It wasn't her, it was Luzanne. And oh, there's gosh. Been, yeah, we won't talk about that, but there's been a bit of controversy in the press recently about... I'm um, shocked to read about I that. know. Uh, Janice Robinson and Tamika Star were the original Living Joy vocalists. And, um, of course, with... Um, you know, when they go on the road, the vocalists change. I mean, it's been a long time since the 90s and perhaps these particular original singers didn't want to get, like, couldn't commit to those things. I don't know. So Living Joy have got a new singer and who goes around and does the hits. Um, so there's been a bit of unrest, shall we say, in the press. Um, but I've seen Luzanne and I thought she was great. Um, and then obviously you've got DJ Quicksilver, who we've kind of touched on. We had Free, which was the follow-up to the listener. Oh, did um, we? I don't know. Free. Oh, no, no, no. Free F. That made the top ten as well. Did it? Yeah, number seven. Oh, maybe I know, do know that one. You probably I just you will. I'm sure you would. If you was played. it as good? Yeah, I think so, almost. All right, we'll, we'll have a listen to that. And that's pretty much the main hits I think that we've covered for 97 well I think we can agree it's it's a year of strong singles by the sounds of definitely, it definitely yeah mm. and there's a lot of different it kind of went off of a lot of different directions the dance was you know it was kind of bright it was kind of going this way and that way and it just do we have a favourite kind of country producing that music like were there, were there more Italian well releases or was it a real well, mixed I mean, bag? It, 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 no, it really was a mixed bag. Well, obviously, you had Germany who, who were there, you know, as always. You know, a lot of productions. Obviously, DJ Quicksilver, Sash was German. I think Red Five were German. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, we had some um, a mixed bag. We had some British acts. We had some American acts. Um, 
Yeah, because we had Ultranate, of course, Tori Amos, yeah. Tina Moore, mm. um, Americans, and then... And Rosie Gaines. Rosie Gaines, yeah. And then I think Chicane were British. Yeah, he's he's British. I absolutely love Chicane. What year? What Offshore single? 97. Ah, uh, yeah, the vocals. yeah. Offshore is one of my favourite tracks. Did you, did you prefer the vocal bit? Or? I don't know if I've heard the vocal version. I've got all the CD singles, so I must have heard it somewhere. I think I just go straight to the original, yeah. like, big nine-minute version, because I could literally listen to that song on a loop. And then, obviously, we had Daft Punk, we were French. So, I mean, you know, mm. Club Eds were Dutch. I mean, you did really have a lot of different... Yeah. A lot of different countries. It sounds actually sounds like America... Were coming forward. Well, they were, yeah. They, they but, were. but with remixes who were perhaps more in tune with the British market. Definitely, yeah. I, I think wonder so. whether these hits would have been. Was like professional. Oh, you might not know the answer to this, but was the Professional Widow remix big in America? Or was that Rosie Gaines hit big in America? Were they interested in that? I don't think they were, no, actually. Probably all, on the all... dance charts. I mean, you know, you get the Billboard uh, dance charts, and I'm yes. sure they were all kind of well known. The bubbling under dance chart. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah, and uh, you know the club scenes. I mean, I'm sure that a certain ple- there are certain cities in America, obviously, that like go for different styles. Yeah. So, I'm sure they were big, but it's very, very hard to crack the Billboard 100. They're like si- they're very singer songwriter, aren't they, Americans? Yes, they like very... yeah, they like the musician, um, the full band, or the definitely. You know. Yeah. Um, okay, shall we do our tracks? Yes. Do you have? Have you chosen a favorite of mine? Don't say it yet. Have you? Have I chosen a favourite? Yes. Great. I have. Uh, I've chosen a favourite of yours. And believe me, it stands out by a country mile. <laughs> what, you're my favourite? <laughs> my favourite for you. Oh, okay. Um, shall I go first? Yes, please. Okay. Um, so, I don't know how to pronounce this. Fioco? Fioco. Fioco. The Spirits. First of all, it, it was just a little by numbers for me. Mm-hmm. Um, there was nothing kind of, there was nothing okay. outstanding about it. Particularly revolutionary. No, there was no. nothing wrong with it, I don't mm-hmm. think, but I've I've heard better. Yeah. Um, and I thought the vocalist sounded a little bit like Billy Ray Martin. Yeah, I can see that. I can but see the, the lyrics made no sense. So the it was, don't. I want to live, I want to give away... Keep the spirit going. Keep the spirit alive. Which just, yeah, it made no sense to me. But probably it sounds really good in a club. Oh, definitely, yeah. All That's the, the problem. I think when we when we listen to these things kind of just arbitrarily or remotely, they weren't really made for that. They were no, made for playing in a club. They were made for the big club. Yeah. yeah, the full dance floor, you know. The, yeah. The, the, uh... So I feel like sometimes it's a bit, I'm judging them a little unfairly because I'm, you know, listening to them on yeah, the treadmill. I mean, 
Because <laughs> so many people say, oh yeah, well, I, you know, I, I can't listen to that at home on my own or whatever. I can only listen to it in a club. Whereas I actually love listening to it by myself. And I love going walking and running listening to this stuff. Oh, yeah, it? yeah. Because think... it really enhances my the sense. Do you know yeah, I mean? yeah. But I do think it's a completely different experience when you hear it in a club. Oh, like, definitely. I mean... Um, so, halfway through, I thought it got a bit harder and sharper. But there was still nothing massively new. What do you like about the track? It's just very hard. It's quite hard, isn't mm. it, really? It's quite trancey and techno-y and uh, just kind of makes me lose myself a bit really it's, I mean, it's <laughs> no it does it kind, I mean, of, I, it kind it kind of takes me to a different well different but where world. does it stand up against your other choices do you think well out of all the ones i've given was probably my favorite one right. i gave you actually um but i really really like all my choices so it, it, it's quite it's quite difficult to to, to pick it absolutely oh no but it's probably antelopes in my mind, I would say, is equal to Fiocco. Possibly, possibly eclipses it, actually, I would say. I think it, it's very telling with your choices, just your taste in mm. house music at this particular period. Oh, God, history. it was all the, the techno-y sound, you know, yeah. it was all, it was a harder edge surf. Whereas I think my choices are a bit more melodic. Def- oh, no, definitely, yeah. Go yeah. on then, Let, hit me with it. Well, let's go and choose one of mine. Well, DJ Dardo. Okay. Coming back. I absolutely love it. It's absolutely brilliant. It was probably, overall, it was probably just about my favourite of yours, because I actually liked every single one of your choices. Oh, really? Oh, results. No, I really, really did, actually. There wasn't one, I mean, I would have given them all at least a 7 out of 10. Oh, wow. You knew that this tune before, though, didn't you, coming back? Very vaguely. I I knew the follow-up to this, I knew more. Give Me Love with Michelle Weeks. Oh, okay. Michelle Weeks? Yeah, DJ Dardo, Michelle Weeks. Another diva. Follow-up. Yeah, um... And that made number one in Italy. This reached number two. Mm. Um, and I, I thought it was just... I, I really liked it. It kind of marked a new direction. Because DJ Dodo um, was before. He started off very Eurodance. Then he went kind of dreamy house with yeah. like, the X-File cover. And this See, was that's... like the first pop dance production. One day you come to me To say you'll never stop loving me That was what we know him for in this country, which is why I kind of didn't really get it. So this came on the radio. I only discovered this track recently and it came on one of my 90s radio station listens. Mm. I think it's an Italian station that I listen to. And I was like, what is this? This is beautiful. I think the the song is great. The dreamy kind of euphoric backing. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just, it's an, it's anthemic. And it's cr- it's crazy that it wasn't a big hit over here. It just hooks you, like, it, it just, like, it's infectious, I think. Yeah. It kind of really draw, draws you in. And, but he um, would have been, like, a massive, massive star in his native... Oh, he was, yeah. Where was he? Was Italian. He? he was Italian. Yeah. Um, so he was, like, churning out these tracks. Yeah, um, all of all of the tracks were doing so well in the Italian charts. But to know. us, he would have just been... No, he was just doing, like, X-Files. another one-hit wonder. Yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. Line. And it's a shame that some of these artists who did have strict hit after hit in their native country, mm. how they, they're kind of only known for one or two hits. And I'm always like, oh, why? They, they have so much more to offer. What was his biggest hit in Italy? Do you know? Well, the X-Bar hit was pretty big, but this did, but um, 
The one with Michelle Weeks. Yeah. Give me love got to number one, and as I said, this got to number two. So these two, two, these two would have been two of the biggest. Yeah, I need to listen to that one. But I, yeah, I, I just as soon as I heard it, it, it just grabbed me, and I've, it's been, it's been on heavy rotation ever since. And um, I'm not like normally one like you are for lyrics, but I find them like they're quite heart wrenching, aren't yeah, they? desperate and. Like, I was a bit of a sadness about the song. I kind of felt for her in a way. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did a little bit. Well, don't I worry, did. love. I'm sure she went she home seemed, and had a cup of tea and she, she was fine. She seemed very sad. She went home and had a focaccia. Oh. <laughs> Bless. Look at me trying to get all into the lyrics. Oh, I know. But it, she performs it really well. Is, yeah. it, who is the vocalist? Do we know? No, it is Michelle Weeks. What, singing on that? I'm sure it is, yeah. Oh, Oh well, it's no wonder then she sounds. Good. Is she American? She's American, isn't she? Michelle? No, I think she's British. Oh really? I really should have done some research, shouldn't I? Yeah, so listen I to that, that. Listen to that second single they did because that's good. Okay, as well. I'll have a listen to that. Okay, um, second one for me then will be DJ Sammy featuring Charisma with also Prin- known as Luna, who we will talk about in a minute. Prince of <laughs> Love. Definitely in the hard trance arena. Yeah, I would say, yeah. Started a bit by numbers, I thought. There was nothing massively outstanding. Um, But apparently I like the bell in it. Apparently there's a bell in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. It sounds a bit like The Prodigy, I thought, which is quite... Yeah, and some of their earlier stuff. Mm. Um, The middle sounds a bit like a horror soundtrack sped up. Oh, really? Gosh. I think it's quite dramatic, isn't it? Oh, you know me. Um, and the vocals don't really add anything to the overall thing. Again, no, not it doesn't, really, it doesn't yeah. make sense. No, they were another nonsensical lyric, you know, vocal attempt, really. And I just but... kind of put, you know, coming from a place of love, considering it's two kind of industry titans coming together, it's not as anthemic as I would have expected. No. Did was... they ever work together again? Yes, she was on Boys of Summer. Ah, Okay. She was on Boys of Summer, yeah. Um, oh, so this isn't this isn't charisma of Let Me Know You, Let Me Show You. No, 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 no. no. This oh. is charisma, but she also goes by the name of Luna as well, which she had most right. of the big hits. She's a Dutch singer. Oh, I was thinking. Sorry, I was thinking it was charisma from Let Me Show You. Yeah, and that's Camisra though, isn't it? Camisra. I know it is. It is. Oh. I had the same issue with that. Like years years back. Yeah. I, I thought kind of thought it was the same person, but it's it, it's not. Honestly, they change one bloody consonant. And well, the exactly. world crumbles. It's all about the consonant and that confusion. So yeah, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was okay. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean. Even I can see it's like nothing outstanding compared to some of the other tracks that are out. But I just, I just next to Boys of Summer and um, Heaven. Heaven. I mean, it, do, it yeah. I mean, go this anywhere. was his biggest hit before the Heaven era. Yeah, he was he was been going since about ninety five. I think. Oh really? So that was yeah, quite a while before um, before Heaven, which was six years later. But uh, yeah, I I, 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 this is like my favorite track outside of like Heaven. I would say. Yeah. I, I mean that that cover of Boys of Summer is absolutely outstanding. It is. I love it. To it recently. I love it as much as I love the original. Yeah, I think they're both brilliant. Um, yeah, so I'd probably give them. I don't know, about, probably about five. Out of yeah, 10. yeah. Not, not. Don't worry about me. I'm not offended. You give me what you like. 
He's probably lucky to get that. Most people would be giving it a two. <laughs> but so. as you can see, like with DJ Dardo, that's a very anthemic vocal. It's a very beautiful, you know, inspiring lyrics. Whereas this, you can hear what I listen for and what you listen for. You like the harder kind of. Yeah, I'm, I, I kind of think, oh, that's, yeah, she, she sung something. That's, that's enough. <laughs> she sang a couple of words. Whether they make sense or whether they don't, I don't really give a shite. I just want some booming trance. You know? Well, there you go. There you go. That's... And I'm sure there'll be people out there that agree with you. I'm sure there'll uh, yeah. be people who agree, agree exactly, with me. Yeah. And that's what we like and that's why we do this is because we like a little balance in the... Um, in the co- the consuming of Eurodance. Okay, do you want next I will one? go, yeah, I'll have a, a, another look at one of yours now. Uh, network. Network, is it? Yeah. Dance with me, move your body, your likes and feet. Come on. Dance with me, move your body, your likes and feet. my least favourite of yours. Really? I see, I thought you'd like this one. Well, no, no, no. You know what? I, there were parts of it that I really, really liked. And Sharon Maylin provides, you know, some really good vocals, I think. I mean, but, and you can really, really detect the, the, the influences of Robert Miles and, and BBE on this one. Yeah. And DJ Dardo. Um, and of course, The Age of Love is, is, is uh, heard on this, isn't it? I don't know. Come on, dance with me. Move your body. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's probably yeah. where I recognise it from. Yeah, okay. Love those bits. Love the kind of BBE style bits. Um, but then there's that instrumental part oh, that you get no, sometimes. No, yes, no, and that you got it onto Blitz no. as well when I reviewed one of that. And yes. I just don't like that sound. Yes. I mean, what is I don't know the name of any... Of, of no, it, like I mean, it's like... Or, a, it is like a, a, a kind of... Um, it almost sounds like Nightmare. Do you remember Nightmare? The, the, the children. Yeah. 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 Down, 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 Yeah. And I don't know why. Anytime that comes on, I kind of wince slightly. Oh, dear. It's, it's like... Does it set you off? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. It, it makes me slightly upset. Yeah. You know, I go to I go to a spell, I go to my Ben space at home to, to, to try to get over these things. And I do eventually. It may stay in my mind for a few weeks, but... No, oh, um, well, I, but, I, I um, can uh, forgive it. I can forgive it that little kind of grating but, instrumental because I just, I, it's one of those things, it reminded me a little bit of, um, what's the one we did? Club Bazaar? Oh, Brooklyn Banks? No. No. Oh, um, United Six. Yes. It's just got that kind of unusual, kind of a bit euphoric, a bit kind of dreamy. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, and I find it, find it quite interesting. But the melody, it reminds me so much of Dancing with Tears in My Eyes, Ultravox. Oh, yes! So much. Like, oh, yeah! It's it almost like that, but they changed like one or two. But yeah, it, 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 that, that is, I was thinking, God, what does that remind yes. me of? Yes! Well done for picking that out. I've yeah, never even yeah. thought of that. That's my eighties obsession as well. <laughs> so what what would you give that out to him? I yeah, I'd give that a seven still. Cool. Because I, there were parts of it that were really excellent, I thought, which kind of balanced out the bits I wasn't so keen on. Good. <laughs> but but it's amazing it. it's amazing that we go through these kind of these journeys, emotional journeys through three minutes. <laughs> no, it really is, especially with the Darshing. Because Darshing is just all over the place yeah. sometimes. And so. they they can be really kind of um intricate and shape-shifting mm. um, because that, I mean, that's the whole point is to get people 
lift it up and then to drop it slightly, lift them back up again. Subvert their expectations. Yeah, (laughs) they're all made for the club, aren't they? And probably all made for a little narcotic chemical. Well, I wouldn't wouldn't know anything about that. No, we wouldn't know anything about Um, that. We don't condone it either. Uh, have you heard their other, their earlier hits? Uh, I Passion may have dabbled. Because wasn't it Sandy Chambers was on one of their earlier hits? I don't know. From Corona. Oh. You know, who did Try Me Out, didn't she do Try Me Out? Oh, I or don't Baby know. Baby. Anyway, she was Yes, one, one of them wasn't yeah. recorded by Olga D'Souza. Yeah. Or was she, was she the model? Yeah. She didn't sing the songs? No. Although she does tour with them now. Oh, does she? Yeah. So I'm wondering whether... Oh, gosh. Um... No, so, I haven't actually. No, they're worth listening to because the memories is really big. Okay. And Doctor Number Two in Italy. Oh, fa- think are they Italian as well? Yeah. <laughs> they are. Clearly, no. I love the Italians. And I think Mom's a bit of Italian dance on here. Absolutely not. We welcome it and celebrate it. Right. Let's go for in my mind. Oh. By Absolute. <laughs> about this track well <laughs> I'll try and meet you in the middle <laughs> okay yeah um, well I just like the fact I mean it's quite symbolic of me I mean she just puts the headphones on yeah surrounding the big city just gets lost in, in, in a few um... and she's got that horrible superimposed thing on the glasses where yeah you... Yeah. And she just gets lost in like a world of fantasy and reflection, doesn't she really? And I, d- I quite like the video. The video is very 90s. I mean, it's it is very It's very kind of pre-millennium. It's like a real build-up. Yeah. To like... It's like futuristic. Yeah. Um, and what they thought it might have been in yes. 2022, which it isn't. And, yeah, <laughs> right. Um, I, it, I thought the beginning sounded a bit like Barbara's Adagio for Strings. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. Which was quite yeah. nice. But then it kind of went into a place that I didn't expect it to. Uh, I probably would have danced to this in heaven if I'd have heard it back then. Yeah. But because it's in a minor key, I probably thought it was a bit dark. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wow. I like the... Uh, uh, yeah, you do. You like, yeah. Futuristic, dark kind of... Yeah. For me, it's it wasn't very uplifting. And in my mind, I don't really know why it was there. Why do, they keep, why do they keep saying it? It's got no context. Um, I just... Yeah, I just, I, mean, I know you keep talking about the video, but I, I, I did love, she just kind of gets a bit lost, doesn't she, really? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I just I just remember thinking it was very, very of its time. Um, oh, yeah, it's reminds not, me aged, a bit of the, not aged particularly The well. video reminded me a bit of the Bomb Funk MC. Bomb Funk MC, yes, yeah. Yes, Freestyler. It's the same kind of look, isn't it? That kind yeah. of washed out grayscale with the blue and, yeah. It was, it was fine, but I heard better it was top 10 sweden finland norway and top 20 in france where did it go anywhere here so 200,000 copies sold in france um i think it was no i think it limped in at 70 something oh uh, right okay um but i remember at the time seeing it on mtv it was on the mtv dance chart i think sometime in 97 i was so annoyed that they that they did wasn't released properly here because i really really wanted it yeah a time ago and i couldn't get and back then you just couldn't I mean, they may have had it in HMV in Oxford Street, but, you know... With a big German import sticker on it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and Under uh, the 8 99 price tag. Yeah. No, it, it, I feel there's 
better songs out there. Than yeah. Or tracks, should I say something? Yeah, tra- these kind of dance tracks, you know, they, they haven't aged as well as some of them. No. Like, say something like The Nightcrawlers, for example. Because yeah. You that, I mean, you know, it's not... And I recognise that. But yeah, it, it's still... I just still love that sound, that kind of sound. I can see why. <laughs> say no more. <laughs> I think I might have to go to Ed's happy place. Um, <laughs> go on then, choose, choose one, but we've got a couple more to go. Okay, Bee Charm. Yes. Wake me up. You yeah. know what? I don't actually think that I was familiar with this. Okay. Which I was, you know, I, which I was a bit surprised at because, it, you know, it was quite a popular track. But that's it. Yeah. What they're doing on that single cover, though, do you? Um, it's like half girl, half leopard. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh, no. very nineties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just find it. Yeah, it was great. It was very catchy. It was uplifting. Um, Again, it's got that. Ding, ding, ding. Well, ding, well, ding, yeah. Ding, this is ding. my next point. Um, it's a lot of sense similarities to some of the other Europop anthems of the time, from like uh, No Mercy, Days. It reminded me of Days, like Superhero and Tamagotchi. It was that kind of thing. Oh, don't mention that bloody... Song. Like, what's all that about? <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah, it Guinevere is Guinevere and... Yeah, it was very, Sorry, it's show, very Euro poppy. I'm showing Ben this, this, this single art. And yeah. it reminded me of, like, Hit and Hide, Space Invaders a bit. Right. So that was a big hit in Denmark. Um, and Aqua. Yeah, it, well, it had that kind of... I mean, it wasn't as novelty as Aqua, but it was it had that kind of yeah. tempo. Um, that's probably definitely the standout track on the album. Uh, Did you like the uh, This Is My World? There are the hit. Uh, this is my world. I don't know if I've heard that one. Oh, okay. Um, I might have a listen to that. I think that was their second single they released, but that, Where that was it, a follow-up. Did you mention the chart positions? Couldn't find any chart positions no. for Beach Charm. No. Sadly, and I'm I don't, not sure why. I don't, think it was, I don't think it did anything here. Again, it was one of those things that just popped up on a playlist, and I thought, mm. that's actually really good. Again, it was Italy, because they are Italian. So. Oh, really? Yeah. It was spotted in Gianni, Gianna Cascia was the lead singer. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I loved it. I'd, I'd definitely give that a nine. However, Ooh. Yeah. talking of lyrics, these lyrics really didn't make any sense at all, <laughs> I didn't think. I mean, I was looking through them. Um, Care, I'm a lion in my bedroom, and I think I think it's time to go. Keep on trying, but I can't get through, and I need you sore. <laughs> I mean, I'm not one for lyrics, so I couldn't write as well as that. I mean, my writing would be even far worse than that, but <laughs> even I've got to question a couple of those lyrics. Um, um, yeah, About... I was just like, I just thought, you know what, I'm going to go a bit deeper and have actually look at some of these lyrics for these songs. Yeah. Yeah, I was a little shocked. Right, that. yes, okay. But, well, no, but, but, but like I said, I'm really, not really that bothered about what they're saying. So. Well, there you um, go. It's got, it was great, it's a great melody, I thought, really poppy, really uplifting. Fab, check that out. Be Charmer or Be Charm. Be Charm. I'm not really sure. Um, and that's <laughs> Wake Me Up. Um, okay, next one for me would be uh, Shadows of the Night. DJ Bobo. DJ he Bobo. really is a family favourite. He crops up on I've every put, show. I've put, and we, this comes from a place of love, but 
poor old folk Commemoration of transportation Traces of our last generation The shadows of the night have never died Unsatisfied, they paid the highest price Waiting for another advice Never found final peace Their restless life will never cease When the moon is shining bright They leave their graves as shadows of the night Shadows of the night write this over his morning coffee I just, I just well this is a remix of the album version I just kind of I, I feel like he thinks these these kind of it's very profound but it sounds like a Halloween thing yeah it, it's not I mean it's a bit GCSE poetry isn't it <laughs> Excuse me, this remix was with the Vienna Symphonic Orchestra Project I mean the the <laughs> I just kind of think, have you watched the video? Have you seen the there video? Isn't a, there isn't an official oh, well, video. Well, I saw I think a live... I have done a lot of live performances. Well, though. it started with children and it ended with mummies. There was just like always no... Always does. There's always children. And I there's know. always people like waving their hands like some kind of choir or there's always something. I think in this country we would have seen that as a bit of a novelty. Yeah. Whereas I'm sure... In Switzerland, Switzerland yeah. they would have found it very meaningful and, yeah. you know, really kind of profound take on what goes on in the oh, churchyard. Yeah, because he's an night. absolute legend in Switzerland. I know. I mean, I, he's, he's adored. I mean, it, it's yeah, quite Yeah, for bizarre. me, I just don't get it. Shadows of the night. And this was the last time, this was the last kind of your real Eurodance song he did as well. It okay. came to an end. I mean... He released his fo- his next album in '98, and I I bought that when I was away in Germany, and it was ve- it's a lot slower, a lot more a lot more pop. Is this pre or post everybody? This is after, isn't it? Oh, this is post. Yeah, this is three years later than everybody. And somebody danced with me. When was that? I think that was '93 or '94. Oh, really? Yeah. See, those two are my favourite DJ Bobos. Yeah, yeah. It... But this is just, uh, I yeah. Just odd. <laughs> I know it's very me, though, isn't it? Again, it's very. It's very... I'm just interested in what you like about no, it. No, Don't you, I, I, can't you see it's a bit naff? <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, I can see it's naff, but I just cannot not be true to myself. No, I don't absolutely, like we don't want you to be. No, 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 it's not. But I kind of know that this. <laughs> Most people would think this was pretty awful, but it's got that. Euro feel that just didn't really Listen. ever ever connect, you know, which didn't really take off here, but it did in Central Europe. I've got the dance version of the Blind Date theme tune. I'm not one to judge when it comes to taste levels. Yeah, but that's kind of... That, that would still be considered better because that's not trying to be serious. This is still trying yeah, to be I know, serious. Yeah, and that's the thing I don't get. It's like there is no, what, not one shred of irony. He just is no, taking is it all totally, very seriously. Yeah, no, he is. He absolutely and he is 100% a, believes in what he's doing. And I'm just like, uh, it, uh Yeah, it, not for me. But, no, I, but, I, I, but I, I Bobo, we love you. We know that you have a massive audience out there. And, um, you know, long may you reign. You've got... You've got a massive fan in Ben. Like, Ben absolutely loves your work. For me, I'm just a little bit more housey. Yeah. And, you know, you could argue that some of the stuff that I like, including B. Sharma, makes absolutely no sense either. So it swings and roundabouts. For me, it's, it's about melody. Of... And I yeah, just I was going to say, B. Sharma's still got that melody. Yeah, this doesn't it? have it's a melody for me. It's a song, isn't it, still? Yeah, it, it's, it, it's supposed to evoke that kind of dark, mysterious world. And, and so it, it doesn't really... Basically, Saw. Few just evokes laughter and piss deck. 
shame because I thought it probably would be the natural reaction of a British. But you it's know. when you look at the the footage of some of the shows he did in the nineties, and you know he's coming out of Egyptian pyramids and oh yeah, and all yeah, you know it's... mummies, and yeah. I just thought, what the hell is going? on? I mean, it looked like um, a play. It looked like Joseph in his Technicolor Dreamcoat at one point. Yeah, it was almost like he was the god. Of, he was and fair dues, fair dues to him. He, he's a god in Switzerland, so you know why <laughs> wouldn't you? Uh, so yeah, not for me. I think that would probably maybe a four out of ten. Oh, but yeah. I'm, I can, I'm still singing it in my head. Like it's got into my head. Would, yeah. It wasn't forgettable at all. Um, but I will um, come on shore next one. Dee Dee Jackson. Yes. Meteor Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, I have, I wasn't, no. Because um, Automatic Lover was a big hit, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, number four, I think, in 78. And then this was the follow-up. And it didn't do um, as well, as well. But this this remix is just banging. It's like a really fierce, stomping, Italian dance remix. And it's got, you know, again, there's some BBE influences in there. But, yeah. Um, it's really addictive. Yeah, actually. I know. I was listening to it today on my walk and um, going through all the songs, actually. But this, this, it's really banging. I thought dance. she was singing Meteor Man as in M-E-A-T-E-R. Oh, really? <laughs> I-E-R, should I say? Yeah. No, it's Meteor Man. Yeah. Um, I absolutely love it. Again, it's one of those tracks. It just has so many different parts to it. It does, yeah. You could just it, stick it, it on for really 20 minutes actually. and yeah. just enjoy it you know extended yeah well it just it did it just had this kind of like ethereal like quality mm. you know, combined with stabbing synths yeah oh look yeah. at you muse though I, know. <laughs> but it, uh, um, I mean yeah it was reminiscent of some uh, you know a lot of the, the the Italian dances at the time but it the vocals were sublime yeah as well. yeah I really thought and then and that actually made this kind of evoke my interest and I've been checking out, you know, some of her earlier stuff. Yeah. With Georgia Moroda. Oh, okay. That's who that's who she worked with for the Automatic Lover anyway. Right. So uh, and that was good. So I love Georgia Moroda, huge fan. So but, she um, released Meteor Man in the seventies originally, didn't 78, she? Seventy eight, I think. And I think then this was a follow up to Automatic Lover. A ninety seven remix. Yes. Um I absolutely love, I, I agree with everything you said, it's addictive, it's ethereal, It the piano in it is just gorgeous. It's everything that I like about that style of dance music. Yeah. That kind of um, Robert Miles, um, I don't know, what would you, it's, I guess it's, again, dreamy. Dreamy, dreamy. Dreamy, nice. yeah, just, it's divine. If you get the opportunity and you haven't heard it, lovely listener, go out and find Dee Dee Jackson, Meteor Man, 1997. And remix. again, again, it was like, I haven't heard this one before, so it was like a treat for me to mm. like listen to this, because like most of them, I, yours I wasn't that familiar with. So yeah. um, it's good that we've got the different tastes. Oh, it's a good year for me this year. It is. Not I, so I much, definitely, not so much I'd for Ben. That, I'd give that. <laughs> well, has it ever been a good year? Um, well, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll get through to it one day. Um, no, I'd definitely give that a nine. Yeah. Fab. Okay, this is the last one for you then. This is Bailando by Paradiso. Oh, Paradiso. Yeah. 
Yay, I got one, one out of five. Absolutely <laughs> amazing. Far more my jam. I don't care what she's singing about <laughs> or the fact that she looks like something from Lazy Town in the video. Um, she's strong and she's fierce. The, she has that kind of harsh Spanish voice. It's very confident and it's... Yeah. It's quick fire. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole from the beginning where it's it's just uh, it just starts with a plum. It's just great. Um, uh, oh, it's, and the lyrics as well. I mean, again, I don't speak Spanish, but when she's just like amigos adios, which I think is by you bastards, by friends. <laughs> oh, is it? And just talking about holidays, isn't she really and stuff? It's like Bailando's like hol- it's like holiday time, isn't it? I think. Yeah, I mean, I just, I, I love it. I absolutely love yeah. it. And um, I, I, it's on, it will, it's on playlists of mine now. I think it's superb. Um, the video, have you seen the video? I have seen the video. There's two yeah. versions. I think I might have watched the earlier version, which is quite commendable because they've managed to make Spain look worse than. <laughs> They've tried to do a holiday celebration. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just they've kind of yeah they've kind of showed it was like a, very... a Spanish highway and Spanish high rise buildings, but kind of well, inverted is... it, color inverted it, so it just looks a bit grim. Um, yeah, I know, I, I know what you mean. It was the second typical... one. The second one is a bit slightly better wigs, and it looks a bit like Sex and the City goes to the Costa del Sol. It's oh just... really? I think I've only seen one of the videos, maybe. Yeah, she's got better wigs in the second one, but I, I don't care. I just, I love, I love the video. I love, I love both the videos. I love the song. This is a ten out of ten for me. It was a very typical late nineties. Euro carefree Euro pop in the sun with the swimming pool, scantily clad dancers, beaches. Did it, did it do well here? Did well, it touch the UK charts? I'm surprised if it did. Shockingly, it didn't. But no, well, I think I don't. I genuinely think um, kind of last ketchup kind of broke the mold there because yeah. it wasn't English speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it would be a struggle to get a non-English speaking hit. Well, at that time over here. Yeah, it was number one in Norway, Sweden, Denmark. Italy and Finland. Uh, it was number two in Belgium. But Luna, Dutch singer Luna, covered the song a year later and it reached number one in Germany, Switzerland, and number three in Austria. Oh, right. So Luna's version of Bailando, for me, is be- much better. Okay, I'll listen Luna's to that version. one. I, I like the fact that this, this singer is harsh. Yeah. And she really kind of... Just a bit throwaway. I just, I just love it. It's, it's, it's odd because the the Paradiso version wasn't released in Germany or Austria or Switzerland. So was there some kind of deal with a record company where right. two? It was a joint song, and yeah. it was released in some countries one year by a different singer, and some countries another year with a different singer again. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It is very, very odd. And um, and Luna's kind of samples your zoos don't go a little bit. Okay, well. I'll listen to that. I think I've heard it before, but I'm going to give you, it another listen. I think I played it at art college. <laughs> what, what didn't I play at art college? I mean, you know, nobody wanted to listen to it. But So last one for me then is Sarah Parker. My love is deep. My love is deep. And 
this is the one. When I looked at your list, I thought, oh no, is this going to be some bland British house? The nine, <laughs> but it actually this this version of it wasn't at all. This is the Nush, the Nush remix. Yes, manifesto on the manifesto label. And um, you know, I really, really liked this. Did you? I was really surprised that I that I was that I did like it because I didn't think I was going to. I didn't think you were going to. I thought this one would be at the bottom. No, 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 I, I, no, I, well, I thought it would be, but I actually prefer, probably preferred this, so I did to net, net to work. Okay. Yeah, um, it was a real banger, and I thought, you know, have a few professional widow vibes. Yes, it did. Yeah, it does. Um, it was definitely off the back of that, I think. Yeah, and I did, I did think I was going to be instantly bored or whatever, because, you know, I'm like, we're British now, I'm like, oh, God, is that British house? Mm, yeah. <laughs> but, no, Perish no, the thought. No, yeah, Drive but, a state it, no, but it, it really surprised me, and, the, yeah, and, but, I, you know, I like Nush, Nush anyway. They have a way of making things kind of just, they kind of dirtying them up, don't yeah, they? Yeah, very, exactly. Very kind of bassy, um, hard yeah, kind of bass. Yeah, and I think that's why it appealed to me, because, yeah. you know, their, their kind of little stamp on it made it interesting for yeah. me. Um, Although she, we don't know anything about her. There's no, no information no, no. at I all. I searched high and low for Sarah Park information. Um, couldn't find any really in, info on her or the song, apart from all the remixes on YouTube. Yeah. Basically. It didn't get that far in the charts, did it? Not No chart position available. No, no. I just, I can't remember where I It was on got Dance Level 9. Yes, that's probably where I that's heard it. That's why I assumed that you'd... Well, you know, you know I like so my you dance know zones. Level dance zones, yeah. So after all that, what is your fave? Um, tough choice, but it was just DJ Jardo for me. Just reaching, the, oh. just reaching ten points. Right. Ten. Well, I'm happy with that because what was the second Meteor Man? Yes. Yeah. Um, or wake me up. I'd say joint second. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. And then um, Sarah Parker, and then Netsquirk. Oh, but I still I'm... liked it. Oh God, here he comes. The grunter. Sorry, I've got a British bulldog. Unfortunately, they're not the quietest. So he's joining in the conversation. I think for me, by a clear mile, it would be Bailanto. <laughs> All the rest finished up Every, in the bin. <laughs> everything else is a bit like um, a Sunday dinner when you finish it. You just scrape it into the bin. Everything else is started and finished in Belgium in 1997. I think I probably would listen to Fioco again. Um, Bobo, no, no. Um, and maybe in my mind, actually, I'll give that another spin. Quite good if you like working D- out something. DJ Sammy, no. Not, not for me, but I'll probably check out more of his kind of earlier pre-heaven stuff. Maximus Shush, um, his pre-heaven stuff. Um, but by Lando, absolutely goes on the playlist. And that's not to say I don't like the Paradiso version, by the way, because I think the Paradiso version is really good as well. And it's, it's quite different. But yeah, just to say, I appreciate both versions. Yeah. And um, I'm going to go and listen to the Luna version now, because that's um, quite interesting. And it sounds like something that would be right up my alley. Ben, that's 1997 covered. It is. What year are we going to do next? Should we go wow. straight to 98 or should we go back? Is it going to be 92 or is it going to be 98? Yeah. There's plenty you could say about both, but... Um... 92, I'll probably have to have a bit more of an education on because I think I was a bit ravey in 92. Yeah, it was all... 92 was a bit... You know, you had a couple of the... Like the... The Captain Hollywood project more and more, and then you're like, yeah. it's my life with them as dancers. They kind of really started it. So you had the starting point in '92, I think, of the, the, the your dance format. Right. Okay. So that might be quite interesting to to uncover. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot you could say. Yeah. And who knows, we might get a special guest on that particular episode. We shall let you know. Please keep following us on Instagram at 
No Limb Podcast. Please do get in touch. Ben will be uploading a few little pictures of all of the acts that we've talked about through the whole series, um, as well as your comments and uh, replying to those. And if you want to, you can message us privately on Instagram to let us know how much you enjoy this show. We will be reading and uh, we're very appreciative of all of the input that you have to our little podcast here. Uh, Next up, hopefully, will be 1992. And we'll let you know if we've got a special guest on Instagram. So keep your eyes peeled there. Thanks so much for listening. Me, Lembang. <laughs> Didn't know he spoke Dutch. Um, <laughs> German. <laughs> please do keep in touch. And uh, we will see you very soon on No Limit, the 90s Eurodance podcast. Bye. Bye-bye. Get in touch on Instagram at No Limb Podcast.